So um, <clears throat> there's a quote that's been occupying a lot of time in my head recently. I actually shared this quote with um, a portion of this quote with uh, my staff this past Tuesday. I'm going to read it to you. It is um, this. If you can control a man's thinking, you do not have to worry about his action. When you determine what a man shall think, you do not have to concern yourself about what he will do. And um, why is this so important? Why is this occupying space in my head? This quote by Carter G. Woodson, um, the father of, of Black History or Black History Month, which is originally um I believe it was originally um, Negro History Week. Um, it makes it, ever since I read it as an educator, it makes me, it's made me want to really think about what is it that I, that I do or we do as, as teachers, as educators. We have so much power in our ability to really shape the minds of our students and specifically students of color. The first time I heard this quote, actually, I was in high school and um, I had a, a, a teacher who taught um, government and economics, Dr. Wilson, at Inglewood High School um, in California. And he shared that quote. And um, in my mind, it sounded more like, you know, you know, hypnotism. If you could get into someone's mind and control and, and, and exercise my control, you can get them to do whatever you want them to do. But however... Now, as an educator, someone who's been doing this for the better part of almost two decades, I'm realizing that what what we pour into our students, what we tell them, what we show them, how we teach them, what we teach them, literally shapes the way they move through the world. And that shaping on how they move through the world doesn't stop when they leave our classrooms. It literally stays with them throughout their lives. And that is something that worries me because I know for a fact, without that in my mind, that across this country, most of the content being taught to our students, especially black and brown students, are part truths. When we teach U.S. history, you know, a world history without really, without really doing a deeper dive into what was happening in the spaces that our children are from, we only give them one perspective. When we teach slavery and not teach the parallel timeline in the Caribbean and, and, and in Africa, um, then the kids only see that slavery is their heritage and nothing else beyond that. When we teach science and we only talk about Isaac Newton and 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 Western scientists and not really do a deeper dive to what was happening in the Middle East and Africa, you know, and really speak globally about our understanding of the world. Then again, we're only giving them, giving them just one portion of the story. And why is this a bad thing? Because if you don't see the worth, the worth in who you are, in what you're being taught, 
that you start to believe that you are limited, that you're not fully capable of being great. Because greatness is only reflected to you from the eyes of others and their experiences and their heritages. There is so much that I learned in college and through my own research. And I'm not talking about unreliable sources. I'm talking about scholarly work, you know, that I, that I dived into that I was not aware of until I was in college. About, you know, who I am as a human being, as an African, you know, as a black male, and the contributions that have been made by the people that, that I'm descended from. But this, isn't, but this same information could have been given to me in high school, in middle school, in elementary school. But it wasn't. And I'm not going to sit here and say, well, my white teachers didn't teach me. I went to Inglewood High School. The majority of my teachers were of color. But they taught me the way they were taught. But the sad part is, even after I became a teacher with what I knew, I was given a curriculum to teach, and that curriculum excluded the things that I knew because I had to teach students in accordance with a test, so I had very little room to introduce the vast body of things that I had learned from college and graduate school because, again, the curriculum I was given was only designed to meet the expectations of the test, whether it was, you know, an AP exam or a Regents examination here in New York State. So again, you know, just reinforced the gaps that, that I experienced as a student and now the gaps that I was teaching or perpetuating as a teacher. So now as a school leader, I'm always asking myself, how do I make sure that my students are ready to be successful in whatever test that they're given, but at the same time, they're being provided the space to do those deeper dives into who they are. Now, history should be comparative. It shouldn't just be one side of the story. Students should be able to sit down and really unpack and really dig, like, dig deeper into what they're being taught rather than just living in that space of, you know, uh, uh, DOK level one, DO, uh, level two, just regurgitation and re-explanation versus being able to analyze information. I share this with you because I know for a fact if I am spending time trying to figure out a solution to this, then I know I'm not the only one because I know there's a lot of great teachers regardless of race, regardless of, of, of background, gender, whatever the case may be, that are concerned of making sure that, that their students, as I am concerned that my students, are getting a full body of knowledge, but knowledge that allows them to think critically, to write analytically, expressing their thought process, making their thinking visible. And then, of course, being able to exercise their truth, speaking, debating, 
making those oral arguments and and expressing those the the the, the results of their analysis verbally. These are the kinds of tools that we want we want to create, but it requires that us as educators, teachers, administrators are constantly thinking about what we do from a scholarly perspective. A lot of people might not like what I'm what I'm saying right now, but this is my truth, and this this is the center of the work that I want to do, that I try to do. Uchain Joku, sneaker principal. Till next time.